hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a Seventh Heaven podcast. We are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T. And T. It just sounds like I'm saying auntie now. Like auntie. Auntie. Ooh. Hey, auntie. How you doing? (laughs) I just created a complex now. (laughs) You good? Mm, All right. (laughs) (laughs) What was that? I'm asking you if you're good. You're like, all right. And the award for the most awkward intro to a podcast ever. <laughs> Tea! <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome, the world. <laughs> oh, man. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm I'm living life. Yeah. La vida loca. Is that how I was supposed to do it? Is that how I like should that? answer yeah. things? Mm. Just like that. I'm good, man. La vida loca. <laughs> I stay the same. They just keep getting younger. Oh, no. That's not even... That's another one to add to the list, by the way. (laughs) Um, So let's just get into it, shall we? Yeah. Let's just do it. Let's do this, motherfucker. This is episode 618, (laughs) titled The Ring. Guys, we're almost done. I know. The season is almost over. We've got four episodes after this one, I believe. Yeah. I do declare, yeah. sir. I do, I do declare <laughs> there's four episodes left in this season. Um, Yeah, The what? Ring. The Ring. Not the movie The Ring. Oh, that was fun. Were you <laughs> at my party when we watched The Ring Mm-mm. and then we freaked out? Uh-uh. You weren't there for that? Uh-uh. Oh, my God. Okay, this is a relatively short story <laughs> that I have to tell now. Um, so whenever the ring came out, what was that? Like early two thousands, probably. I think so. So it was like this big hotshot movie right at the time. And I don't know what the occasion was. It might've been a birthday or just like a random, like girls, you know, sleepover type situation, whatever. But so I invited a bunch of my girlfriends over. There was like maybe four or five of us. So, and and then like my mom was there obviously and like my grandma who like lives with us or live in my parents house lives with my parents and who wasn't watching the movie with us but like had gone upstairs to her room or something so we're all watching this movie we're in the dark okay mm-hmm. it's like we have all the popcorn all the candies and stuff we're like we're like scared out of our minds right and then the movie ends and i mean i shit you not the movie ends Okay, the, the 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 screen goes blank because the movie's over. Yeah, and the fucking phone rings. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, you couldn't have written that shit if you tried. <laughs> the fucking phone rings, and we all screamed and lost our. Fu- I mean, like, I mean, like, never has five girls shrieking been that loud in the history of five girls shrieking. Like, it was. Oh so fucking scary and so intense and we all were just like freaked out right and then of course my mom having being the adult in the room i was like relax and like went and got the phone so now she's on the phone we're still sitting in the dark because we're all a little shell shocked yeah we're still sitting in the dark and from my or actually it wasn't even my vantage point but like a couple of the girls were sitting along the far wall of the living room where if you're like facing forward, you can see into like this hallway where the stairs are that go yeah. upstairs. Okay. So, so a couple of the girls are sitting facing that way and we're all still in the dark. And all of a sudden one of my girls goes, Jackie. 
there's someone in your house. Mm-hmm. And she's like looking just straight ahead. And she's like, there's someone there. And the rest of us are like, free- I mean, we just freaked out because the phone <laughs> just rang. Not but one minute ago. Okay. And then the other one's like, there's someone in the house. And we're like, fr- I mean, like, we're like, we're, fr- I'm frozen in my seat because like, I-, I tend to freeze when I'm scared. I'm like flipping out. Everyone's screaming and like dying of like scaredness. Okay. And then who comes out of the light, like, like into the living room, grandma. but my grandma, <laughs> like, Fluttering along like a fucking specter out of the darkness. She just appears. Oh, man. But I I mean, that is scary because they have a slow walk. It was the most terrifying five minutes after a movie that has ever happened. Someone recorded this. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Little moments like that, like, need to have been captured in my life. Like, I mean, you can't write that shit. Like, it was so hilariously amazing. And to this day, like, that night, whoever was there has, like, bonded us. Like, like I could, I could call them up right now and go. Remember the night we watched the ring, and we'd all like die of laughter. Like, <laughs> I oh, never man. watched that movie until like years after. Yeah, I, I did. It was. I mean, in, in retrospect, it's such a stupid, like, scary movie. Man, but that little girl was epic. Yeah, dude. I mean, she's good. And and truly, at the time, especially, it was kind of like the first of its kind. You know, it yeah. Was like this weird shit's happening. It was taking place in the real world, yeah. which is like kind of like odd or what you know, like mm-hmm. I don't know. But I'm not one for scary movies. I never really have been. I don't enjoy getting scared like that. See, it's weird. I used to enjoy getting scared, and I would watch a lot of scary movies, and then something changed. Now I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like to watch scary movies. I maybe maybe like we're older. I don't I mean I don't want to put that on you, but like I don't know. I think like um but I just think they've gotten worse too. They I they, like yeah. the scary movies that are being made these days. It's like get out of here with this well, shit. Well, here's the thing. I don't know anymore. Is it because you're actually like you said, are we getting older where it's like we've had um you know, when everything is new, it's just, it's different. And now like you're so used to the same shit maybe. and and maybe it, there's just not a lot of creativity. I can't remember the last time a scary movie scared the shit out of me oh. till this day. I'm sorry. The first time you watch sixth sense. Oh, it, that, that's the greatest movie of all hold time. Hold on, hold on. But no, you know, it's not, but it's good. But you know, which part scared me the fucking most is when, um, when he's looking in the mirror and- <laughs> Does he look in the mirror? In the bathroom, I Oh, think. yeah. No, when Haley Joel Osment, I can't remember the character's name yeah, anymore. Yeah. But anyway, when they, um, when he goes to a birthday party and he gets shoved into the dummy elevator. Uh-huh. Because there's a spirit in there oh. and it's fucking talking to him and it's banging oh. on the door. That is the scariest scene. I'm getting scene. scared now just thinking about it. It's Man, I'm scary- not going to be able to sleep tonight. Because geez. the kids shove him in there. And I was yeah, like. that's terrifying. And I, and I remember looking at my mom. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> it's creepy like but that's the thing is like for me it's not that i don't get scared anymore like it's 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 that i do get scared and i don't enjoy it like like Mm. like the most recent scary movie i watched was the babadook which was like over two years ago at this point now Mm. like and i i mean i was just like alone not alone i was with my ex-boyfriend like and we were just like let's watch something on netflix so we watched that because we had both heard of it because it was getting a lot of press you know but like neither of us had seen it so we like we sat in the dark in my living room and we watched this movie and it like freaked me out like to the point where I couldn't sleep <laughs> like it was mm. like like I'll get nightmares and shit like I I just don't like it I don't like putting myself through with the whole like getting scared thing yeah 
Yeah, I know. I hear you. I hear you. I don't know. I I don't. I can't. Yeah, I can't do scary movies anymore. I think it actually fucks with me now. Yeah, and and it it does. Like before, it didn't. Now I'm like, I see what you're saying. I yeah. get. I'm like, I I'll have a hard time sleeping, or I'll fucking see it in my dreams, yes. and I'm having a nightmare oh after a nightmare after oh a nightmare. I'm like, I'm done. And at some point, it's like, aren't we too old to have nightmares? Not right? Like I legit never thought I'd have a nightmare in my 30s, and yet I still have them. And it's like really weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is weird when you have it when you're older, and you feel like you ran through a fucking obstacle course, or or you just feel like almost kind of foolish. Like I don't know. Like I like when I wake up from like a nightmare, like because I'm like scared. And like and I wake up like mm-hmm. I kind of like laugh at myself because I'm like you are 30 <laughs> like, I know. like you're not a kid <laughs> like relax you know yeah yeah, yeah. fear fear is a fear is a mind fuck man yeah I mean it is a mind fuck literally like it's all happening in your mind that is what fear is you know and like gore movies just annoy the shit out of me yeah no no thank you they just annoy me yeah like I think once upon a time I can actually find them entertaining whenever I was younger. Yeah. But they just annoy the shit out of me now. Did you ever see that one? What was that one like from a few years back that I think Liv Tyler was in? <gasps> the Strangers. Is that Strangers? Yeah. That one was intriguing to me. Like I still never saw it, but like I, I was like I was like I feel like this is the kind of scary movie that I could see myself watching where it's not just like jump scare, jump scare, jump scare or like gore gore gore. There's like there's like something to it. That maybe? one re- I don't know. I don't know. That one really bothered me. Not be- oh, okay. like not because it wasn't I don't you know, I can't remember if I liked it or if I disliked it, but I think it just fucked with me because I'm like People suck. Well, right. And and so for me, there's there's a certain satisfaction in watching a movie like that where afterwards, even though I might still have a nightmare or whatever, afterwards, like m- my takeaway is like, shit, man, this could really happen. <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah. like ghosts and shit, I don't care about. But like when I when I when I come away from it and I'm like, fuck, man, this could really it's like someone could decide to do this tomorrow. <laughs> like, I'm like fuck you know yeah so, like yeah. saw did that for me and mind you i only saw i only ever saw the first one and i never saw any of the sequels same i've only seen the first one but i didn't hate saw simply because my takeaway from it was like shit <laughs> like yeah tomorrow man you know you never know all, all it takes is a crazy person mm, let's not yeah let's not talk about that right now because oh, we've got, got a show to talk about the ring that has nothing to do with scary movies <laughs> Although you might say this is the scariest show of them all. Yeah, it really is though. <laughs> it is. Fucking this show. Okay. Let's get into it. The Amazon Prime spoilie is and brace yourself folks because it's going to be a bumpy ride. <sighs> Mary returns to Buffalo to start a new path as a flight attendant. <laughs> See, I mean, I mean, okay, I guess we're getting into it, folks. Yeah, let's let's tell you how she got there, because that's the end of the episode. Fucking A. That's the end of the episode, guys. I can't believe how bad these spoilies are lately. Like, we started jokingly calling them spoilie, like, five seasons ago or whatever, like, as a joke, because we were like, oh, haha, it's a spoilie. I think they just don't care. (laughs) But I guess that's true too. You get to. I mean, I guess it's, that's true it's too. Like, We're the only ones that care. Yeah. 
but like no but hold on could you imagine the guy or the woman or the team that had to write this shit do yeah. you know that they're probably like six seasons in and they're like fuck this but it's like <laughs> but like there's so much more you could say like if all you, if all you have to say is one sentence about this show, right? About this episode, couldn't you say something like Mary and Lucy go to Buffalo? Like, like just leave it there. And she's trying to put her life together again. I don't or, know, or yeah, something exactly. like that. If you have to say more than that. Yeah, say that. Like, do you have to like actually give something away? Like, yeah. you don't really. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. Yeah, Whatever. that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But but you brought up the the cardinal point here, which is that who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> like I don't when perspective, you know, like yeah, know. really it doesn't matter. Um so all it, right. <laughs> but dude, let me tell you something about yeah. Amazon Prime spoilies. Yes. It has scarred me for any show that I want to watch on Amazon because I will not read what the episode is about. Oh, same. Because I, I I'm afraid. Well, and it's it's funny too, because like so side note as as we've been watching this season of Seventh Heaven, I've also been on a rewatch binge of Psych because I love that show and I haven't seen it in a long time. And I'm watching all that also on Amazon Prime. Yeah. So and and it's different though. And I don't know if it's just this show or what, but like just Seventh Heaven or what. But like like for Psych, the little spoily thing is a little bit longer each episode. Like mm-hmm. it's it's more of like a paragraph than like a sentence like these okay. are. And it's more just like descriptive. It'll be like like Sean and Gus get hired by a guy who thinks he's a werewolf or something like, you know, like so yeah. so it's like kind of telling you what the episode is about, not giving away the ending of okay. it. Like it's just it's it's more of like a description than a spoily. So something that's well thought out. Yeah, you'd think. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's like these are legit spoilies. Like they're they're the, this is not, this is not a description of the episode. You know yeah, what I not mean? At all. It's literally just the punchline at the end. Like Mary's going to be a flight attendant, folks. Fi- guess what? Like Anyway, okay, whatever. I could write a book about Amazon spoilies. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah, we all Stepping can. off my soapbox now. Um, we start off with Mary and Lucy on a plane. Mm-hmm. And Lucy is like clicking that attendant button like I a know. madman. Like click, 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 click. And Mary's like, can you just relax? Like, what is wrong with you? And then the flight attendant comes and she's like, she's like, Oh, ma'am, you know, the pilot has turned the fasten your seatbelt light on because we're descending into Buffalo now yeah. or whatever. And Lucy's like a little bitch, man. Yeah, dude. She's like, she's like, um, can I get a bag of peanuts or the pillow and the blanket that I asked for three hours ago? And I'm just like, geez, like, I can't imagine being that rude to a flight attendant. Like some people are, are though, like, are they? I've yeah, never yeah. encountered that like that. I've I've seen a few. Really? Yeah. And I'm just one. I don't have the time to be rude. <laughs> like I'm on a plane. I'm stuck with you. I know. So like I, that shit boggles me. Like how people can be rude. And everyone's an asshole at an airport. Like oh, I've noticed. Everyone's at their worst on a plane. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But like to to take your anger or as Lucy puts, puts it like she, she's like a nervous flyer or whatever. So she's like she wants her creature comforts. But like to take that level of anxiety out. Yeah. On the person who works for the airline. Like, like that's so weird. I don't know. I didn't know. ask for a steak. I asked for some nuts. That's what she says. Yeah. Cause the, cause yeah. Cause she's like, we've closed the galley or whatever. Long story short, Lucy's a little B. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, 
And Mary's like trying to be like the voice of reason. Like, can you just chill? <laughs> like, yeah. You know? And then, and then Lucy brings up the fact that like they're going to Buffalo and um, Mary, uh, or no, I don't really know how all this goes down, but like long story short, they're going to the Colonel's house to pack up some of the stuff that mm-hmm. she didn't ship back when she first left. Yeah. Whatever. And, um, and then, but like Mary's got this grand plan that involves Ben apparently or whatever. And Lucy is just like all against it. She's like, this is crazy. You're crazy. Like, you know, you're stalking him. This is a bad plan. Like your plans are always the worst, whatever, whatever. They land. Lucy doesn't have her baggage. Like her baggage has been lost, which only adds more fuel to her fire of like, this is the worst trip. We shouldn't have come. Like this is terrible, whatever, whatever. And then, um, Lucy goes to like, to the, to the lost baggage place or whatever, to like tell them that she's lost her baggage or whatever. And tells Mary, to watch her other bag yeah so that she can go do that and of course mary doesn't mary straight up like takes her own luggage and leaves yep <laughs> like straight up just like leaves this like lucy's bag there and and then of course in the back of my mind i was like oh that's great just leave an unattended bag like, yeah. in an airport <laughs> and then it occurred to me that 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 they are now also in a post 9-11 world yeah and so that's obviously what this is gonna be about <laughs> And sure enough, um, Lucy very quickly learns about the New World Order. Doomed, doomed, doomed. This whole trip is doomed. Excuse me, ma'am, but what exactly is doomed? The flight I was on, this airport, this baggage carousel, me, or you? I'm afraid. Idiot. I'm going to have to ask you to step aside and take your shoes off. We need to wand you. Well, I might step aside, but I'm not taking anything off. Are you refusing to be searched? Yes, I am. As an American law-abiding citizen, I'm refusing to be searched. Make a note that the suspect refused to be searched. Lucy? What? Oh, right. I'm a terrorist. Me, Lucy Camden, leader of the Al-Qaeda network. Glen Oak Division. Okay, that's it. You're going to have to come with us to the security office. I didn't do anything. You threatened your flight. This airport, this baggage area. You refused to submit to a routine search, and you said you were a terrorist. Oh, and you were rude to me. Are you with this woman? (laughs) If you say no, I'll kill you. Ma'am, I really think things will go better for you if you would stop making threats. Lucy? Shut up. (laughs) No, seriously, though. Like, so Lucy's a Republican, right? Right? (laughs) Yeah, she definitely sounds like it. I mean... It's comical because of how obtuse she's being. Yeah. But I also tried to like put myself in the shoes of somebody at those times. Like, so this is like early 2002 at this point or no, it's like March, April, 2002. Mm -hmm. Okay. And a lot of these TSA, you know, laws and stuff like were just kicking in, you know, after nine 11. Yeah. And so, I mean, definitely, I think there was, like, a learning curve for people, right? Like, of all of it, like, I don't think we ever took it seriously when somebody said something like, like, we're doomed in an airport, you know what I mean? And now, all of a sudden, it's like, like, you have to take it hyper seriously. I know. know? So. Those were the good days whenever you could walk someone to their terminal. I know. 
It makes me laugh though when I think about that because of like that Friends episode where Chandler like fakes that he's moving to Yemen <laughs> so he doesn't have to be with with Janice. So bad. And it's like it's like had that happened post nine eleven, all he would have to do is just like get dropped off at the airport and then she would leave and he I could know. just leave. You know, I, that's like, true. She's like, I'm not going to leave till I see your plane take off. How long is the flight to Yemen? <laughs> I'll write to you every day. One, two, three, Yemen Road, Yemen. (laughs) Still my favorite joke from that show. Anyway. So, yeah. So Lucy is like, okay, listen. She's just got off a five and a half hour flight that didn't go well for her. Mm -hmm. She's lost her bag. She's tired. She's cranky. She's she's pissed. And now this guy is like all up in her face, like we need to wand you or whatever, yeah. you know. She's not handling it well, um, and uh, and she gets herself in some hot water. <laughs> so they get put into like airport jail or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. And um, and we find out that her bag was taken so that it could be um like destroyed because that's policy or whatever so she's like great now i have nothing i don't have my luggage i don't have my purse like i'm like i have nothing this trip sucks so they're sitting in airport jail and she starts like talking shit about like i just i just bet that the cop that like took my purse is just some sniveling idiot or whatever Mm -hmm. you know and who the fuck walks in oh my god t who oh my is God. it? Who is it's that? Fucking Kevin Kinkart. <laughs> Milestone achieved. <laughs> I've been waiting for this day and I did not know. I didn't know how it was going to go down. I, I couldn't remember how they met. Like none of this was like ringing any bells for me. So when he walked in, I like lost my shit. <laughs> See, okay. I, again, I don't watch the show, but I do, ah, bleh, bleh. but I do remember seeing random, um, snippets here and there uh-huh. and remembers and i remember seeing faces uh-huh. so i know that this is lucy's husband yeah. but i was like really that quickly like i'm like this is fast <laughs> i'm like i wasn't ready <laughs> like, like i could have waited another season i'll be honest as soon as they said they were going to buffalo and ben came back up it ran through my head like okay, wait a minute. They're going to Buffalo. She's going to see Ben again. Is this how she meets Kevin? Because how else? Because remember we talked about like, how does she meet Ben's brother, you know? Yeah. So I was like, I bet, I bet. And then he fucking walks in and it was like, oh my God, like all of it. Like she sees him and she's immediately like subdued. She's just like, oh, that's the moron. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like whatever, you know? And and he's like flirting right back at her. You yeah. know, he's like, he's like, oh, well you like you lovely ladies or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I was able to save your purse before it got destroyed and all this shit he's saying. Ridiculous. And he, I mean, let's be objective here. He's the hotter brother, right? <laughs> like definitely the hotter brother yeah she even says when brad pitt asks you out you're free because <laughs> he does he asks them to dinner and like 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 to double date with he and his brother yeah who we don't know and it occurred to me we never knew ben's last name yeah we yeah he was it's just true. ben because i'm sure if, i'm sure if mary knew ben's last name mm-hmm. she would have recognized it you know what i mean like yeah but whatever so, which is hilarious too, because how do you not know Ben's last name if you were working at the fire station with him? Like, like you know, like wouldn't you have seen his name at least on that roster of people that passed the test? Or I something? mean, you like, kissed I, him. I think you would. Sh- you should know his full think. name. 
I don't know. I've kissed a few people whose last yeah. name I didn't know. Well, yeah. Well, okay, it's happened. But no, but hold <laughs> but on. But I also didn't stalk them halfway across the country. And you didn't have class with them. That's true. Okay. <laughs> well, no, yeah, you're right. No, you're right. Um, so, yeah. So then Kevin asks them to dinner and Mary's like, no, we've got plans. Like, we're going to go to the Colonel's and then you promised that you'd come to Ben's apartment with me later. Yeah. All this stuff. And then that's when the whole Brad Pitt thing comes up. So Mary, like, against her better judgment is like, okay, fine. We'll do your thing. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, bitch. Give a little. <laughs> so let's let's put a pin in them for now. Let's talk about what's happening on the other side of the country. Stupid town. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so Sarah and Matt are going in for counseling with Eric premarital counseling, because that's the agreement they made is that they get married in temple and Eric would get to do the counseling yeah. beforehand. So Matt is getting ready to do that. And then we find out that Sarah and Annie have lunch plans later Mm -hmm. because they're going to be looking at a couple of the wedding venues that Sarah's interested in. At which point we learn that uh, Matt and Sarah had agreed that they would just have a small wedding with like Mm -hmm. a dinner in her backyard or whatever, but that she's changed her mind. Yeah. And Ruthie has to be the voice of reason to be like, does Matt know she changed her mind? Yeah. And Annie's like, I don't know, whatever. (laughs) Like, (laughs) And Ruthie's like, well, shouldn't he be involved in these like plans? And Annie's like, well, you know, guys don't really care. So... Long story short, they show up at counseling at the church and Sarah goes, like, says to Matt, like, hey, so FYI, like, I know you said you didn't want a big wedding, but like, I've been, you know, would it be cool if we had one? Because I kind of sort of want one. And he's like, you can have whatever wedding you want. Like, your dad's still paying for it, right? <laughs> She's mm-hmm. like, yeah. And he goes, okay, then great. And she goes, okay, cool. Cause my mom and I have been like looking at stuff for weeks and he's like, wait weeks. Yeah. Like he like, he's like, hold up. You just told me about this now. Now I find out that you've been thinking about this for weeks. So they start to have this argument about that. And then she doubles down and she's like, okay, well you decided you weren't going to get me an engagement ring. And so like, why is this any different? You made that decision without me. I made this decision without you. And poor Eric is like, guys step into my office so you guys are like dumping the gun here and they're just like arguing in the hallway (laughs) before counseling has begun (laughs) poor eric's like come come let's (laughs) let's talk in my office nope no they're hashing it out at their own terms so they have this big blowout she gets like pissed about the fact that there's no ring and he's like well you know i can't afford a ring blah, blah blah all this stuff long story short sarah's pissed or upset Matt and Eric go to lunch, mm-hmm. the two of them, and they're talking. And Eric's like, Okay, you want her to have a ring. She wants to have a ring, but you can't get a ring because you can't afford it. And Matt's like, Yeah, like, unless you want to loan me $4,000 or whatever. And Eric's like, You can afford a ring. So they go. He gets a ring. He comes back to the house, at which point Ruthie and Sarah have already had a heart to heart where Ruthie has schooled Sarah on the fact that the ring doesn't even matter. Yeah, you got the guy. 
Exactly. Actually, let's play that clip because I like what Ruthie says here. See, the way I see it, engagement rings are just place keepers until you can put a wedding ring on. And you've already put a wedding ring on, so you don't need an engagement ring. No offense, Ruthie, but you don't understand. No offense, but I understand plenty. It's a gift and a curse. (laughs) Just answer one simple question. Which means more to you, Matt or a ring? Can't I have both? No. I love Matt. That's what I thought. So tell him you don't care about the ring. I don't care about the ring. Maybe you should practice that a little. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Ruthie, again, voice of reason in the mess of like high emotional stakes or whatever. She's just like, you guys are being still like silly. Like you're already married. Get over this engagement ring thing, you know? So Sarah finally like gets over it. But then Matt walks in with this ring. (laughs) So... (laughs) He opens the box to show her the ring. She loves it. He puts it on. Or she puts it on. And she's like, but I thought you said you couldn't afford this. And he's like, it only costs $200. Like. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then cut to like Eric's telling Annie that it's like some diamond, you know, like fake whatever. Gemite or something. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what he was what they, what he was calling it. But it's like some diamond substitute or whatever. And. Annie's like, oh my god, you fucking idiot! Yeah, two pinheads, okay. And then, and and as as Annie's like, maybe there's still time to stop him. Sarah walks in and she's like, it's a fake. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, <laughs> so now she's even more upset at because of the fact that like it was. I mean, it was one thing to like not have a ring, but yeah. to have a fake ring now, like. I don't know. I kind of have to agree with that, right? Because I could, yeah, I could get on board with never having gotten an engagement ring. Yeah, I, I'm not on board with the fake ring. Yeah, no, I yeah. can't. Like, what was the point of that? It's like, like that's such a hollow gesture. Like, yeah. why even go there? No, 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 no. Just give me that wedding band. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> not to say that I don't like the idea of an engagement ring, but I totally like what Ruthie says. Which, yeah, I mean, I don't know about the whole placeholder thing because women wear their engagement rings with their wedding rings forever. Yeah. So it's not like you take one off and replace it with the other. Exactly. But but also maybe you do that because of how expensive and fancy it is. Like if you, mm-hmm. if it wasn't that, maybe you wouldn't wear it after you have your wedding ring. You know what I mean? It's true. I don't know. Um. That being said, too, it made me realize like I totally I don't think I ever thought about the logistics of it. But I would rather be proposed to without a ring and then go pick one out after mm. than than be proposed to with a ring that I might not like. <laughs> I, I I know. No, I hear you. Right? Well, okay. For future for anybody. <laughs> let, all right. Take notes. Yeah, <laughs> boys, don't be stupid. You want to propose to your girl? You go ask her friends what the fuck she likes. No. I don't, I don't buy, I mean, I'll, I'll, let me rephrase that and say. You can pick it. You, like, you can pick it, but sometimes, like, your friends know what the fuck exactly it is you want. I have friends that have given me a picture of, like, rings that they like exactly. This is the shit I would like. All right. No, no, no. What what you're saying is valid. What I'm, what I'm trying to say, ineloquently, is, like, 
I wouldn't trust my friends to know what I want either because the truth is, is like, I don't know what I want. Uh, okay, like, then that's like I won't know until I put it on that that's my ring. You yeah. know what I mean? And so, which is why I say, which like, I guess in my fantasy mind, like I've always just assumed like I'll be proposed to with a ring, but it occurred to me watching this episode, like, I actually don't think I need that. Like, I'd rather just be proposed to as the gesture. Maybe it's in the moment. Maybe it's planned, whatever. But, like, the proposal is the thing, ring or without a ring. That's true. You know? And then and then I can pick out a ring that I love, you know? Yeah. That could still be fun, too. Right? And, that, and then, cause, because then, as much as it's no longer maybe a symbol, as much as it would have been if I was proposed to with it, yeah, it's still a piece of jewelry I'm going to wear forever, and I'll know that I love it, and it'll mean something, you know? Yeah, that works, right? Yeah, it does. Work. I kind of like that idea now. Yeah. I think I think I just revised the fantasy in my head. <laughs> like, oh, not the singing I've edited one. It. Not the singing one. That's not how you propose. <sighs> That's a romantic Valentine's date. Yeah. Why, just a date why does it have to- <laughs> i don't i know no because yeah i know i hear you what, what being- jeremy did for lucy is not their proposal date i know if that's how i get proposed to no that's not right proposal is like proposal it has nothing to do with me being on stage singing <laughs> just a little cheer although no. <laughs> although imagine imagine if okay jeremy does that right so he has her name on the marquee they go in and she's got this band that that is there to play and she gets to sing whatever she wants to sing right and then Mm -hmm. she's in this empty theater right and then all of a sudden people start coming in from the sides and it's like your friends and family and then he proposes oh my god i just wrote my fantasy That would, oh be my most, that would be the most romantic as hell thing ever in the history of romance. <laughs> for me. <laughs> like, it would totally work for me. Aw. Maybe. I don't know. I'm, I'm talking like there's even a guy to even think about right now. It doesn't matter. Um, okay, so now Sarah's even doubly pissed about this thing. And... Annie actually gets it now. <laughs> she's yeah. like, she's like, fuck, this is fucked. But then, yeah, Matt, why didn't you just go to Annie? She's you, she's always the smarter oh one. Oh my god, thank you, Lord. So, boys, go to your mothers for this shit. <laughs> god. So Annie's like, we need to fix this. Yeah. And Eric's like, okay, you fix it because clearly <laughs> I can't handle this. So then Annie has that light bulb moment of like, oh my god. I can totally fix this. Yeah. And I and I immediately knew it was going to be Grandma exactly. Jenny's ring. Which, I don't know how I feel about the fact that she's giving it to Matt. Because from what she says, like, it's been passed down from, like, woman to woman in her family. Yeah. And I feel like maybe it should have been passed down to, like, Mary or Lucy or something. But I think there is something nice about the fact that it's, like, your son, it's your firstborn, whatever. Family heirloom. Yeah. And also, it's not like Jenny gave it to Annie when she got married. That's true. She She gave gave it it to Annie like a week before she died or something. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's the ring. Mm -hmm. And then, but meanwhile, Ruthie once again has talked to Sarah and once again convinced her that like, it's fine. Get over it. Like, I've already told you, it doesn't matter. It's just a, it's just a placeholder ring, whatever. So then Sarah like falls in love with the fake ring. And then Matt gets down on his knee with Grandma Jenny's ring. I know. Asks her to marry him again. 
And when she sees it, she's like, okay, fuck this fake ring. And she yeah. has the real one on. <laughs> I've, I, I, it's weird, but like, I'm a person that I love, um, like gift wrapping or oh. I like, and I love boxes for nice. it. I, I'm, I don't know why I don't understand why no, I care about cute. packaging, I like but I, I know, do. I know a couple of people like that. I get it. But I even like the ring box. Like, fuck the ring. That ring box, that, that light gray. blue. Oh, like, I thought it was gray. It's like that gray blue color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. I want that ring box. <laughs> I know. You don't really see that gray exactly. box anymore. It's usually black these days. I know. Yeah. Well, it's just everything pops. Yeah, but that's that, true. But that gray box is, is vintage. They, like mm-hmm. gray was it, is like a, it's like an older thing. Yeah. I think. And I liked it. I was like, oh, I want that. I, yeah, it's I cute. Just want the box. <laughs> Who? Okay. Is there like a single company that has like trademarked that type of a box? Like, because they all look the fucking same. Yes. <laughs> like, I mean, especially when they're older, right? They all well, do. Not even, not just that, but like, I mean, they all are made of that same sort of velvety yeah. material. They're all lined with that same shit. Like, you'd think someone's like patented, patented that. Right? Yeah, I would. I, I would think so. But I have no idea. What a racket. Can I you know. imagine being the guy that invented that? Or not invented that, but like patented that? Like, I know. And like the entire world uses those? <laughs> like, Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Good money in that, isn't there? I'm sure. Almost as good money as there is in the jewelry. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Oh, man. Okay. So. They're happy. They're great. They're it's happy. All they're good. great. Now she's got a story to tell with her ring to her grandkids. Oh, yeah. She made a big deal about the grandkids. <laughs> you want me to tell our grandchildren that? <laughs> but can you imagine old Matt and old Sarah with their grandkids? Like, fucking how cute is that to think about? What did he say? He What did he? Didn't, he, didn't Matt say something funny? Like, he's like, I'm like a cheap Christian. Or what did he say? Oh, I don't know. He said something like about him being cheap. It was just. It, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, I don't know. I don't have it cut or anything like that. Man, but he just, does. He makes like a joke about being cheap and how like that didn't come out right. Kind yeah, of thing. it was. It, it, it's, it's one of those types of jokes like, oops, sorry. No, I don't mean that. <laughs> yeah, know? it was just it was funny. <laughs> but anyways. Yeah. Okay. Um, what's happening with Simon in this episode? They're, basically, they're just in agreement with um Simon oh, and Robbie. Simon are just, and Robbie, yeah. Like they're like tag. You know, they're talking shit to Matt. Matt about the whole marriage thing. Yeah, they're like, "Are you sure you want this responsibility? We told you, buddy. This is not going to be easy." Blah yeah. blah. blah. Like, no, no, yeah. they're not growing. Nothing's changing between yeah, them. Nothing's happening. Um, but shit's going down with uh, Mary and Lucy. Yeah, let's get back to that. <laughs> so. uh <laughs> So Mary and Lucy, actually, before we talk about that, let's talk about what happens right before dinner. So after the airport debacle, um, we find out that Mary has, um, I don't know what the right word is, like, like they're going to be staying at Wilson's old apartment for Mm -hmm. the weekend while they're there because she talked to the landlord. It's, it's vacant. And rather than stay at the colonels, like, so that they have their own little privacy, whatever they're staying at that apartment. And Lucy, and then when they come in, that landlady is like, you know, power and water turned on. Um, You know, I stocked the fridge with a few things that you guys might need. Um, You know, she's like going through all this stuff. And Lucy's a sweet woman. Yeah, she's really sweet. And Lucy's like, wow, like you went to a lot of trouble. We're only going to be here for a couple of days. Like, thank you, you know. And the landlady starts to like talk. And Mary's like, oh, Lucy, why don't you shower first? Yeah. (laughs) Like gets her out of the room. And then we find out that like 
Mary is actually staying. Yeah, she's not going back. Yeah. And but she says something to the effect of like home or she doesn't say home base, but she says like home away from home. Yeah. She calls this her home away from home, which to me, I was like, oh, that's interesting. So like so like she's just keeping this place on retainer like she's going to go back but like she wants to have a place here yeah it made me start thinking like what's her big plan with ben like 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 my my wheel started spinning but i was like i'm sure we'll find out eventually what the fuck she's talking about so they go to dinner they show up at the restaurant and they're there for like 10 seconds and mary's like they're not here let's go yeah (laughs) and lucy's like no we're just early relax and at that moment kevin walks in and like says hi to them and then who follows behind him but ben Ben. (laughs) and he sees mary and mary sees him and they're and ben's like a total dick yeah he he's, like, he's like what are you doing here or whatever the fuck he's i doing. told you i never would see you again <laughs> all right all right kid all right yeah and then kevin's like oh you guys have met okay <laughs> which like stupid kevin like did you not you, did you like did, did you, you not, not tell them? Ben that that the girl he has for her is named Mary like like you know what I mean it's it's, it's a little hard to like suspend that kind of disbelief. oh yeah especially whatever. what what he says later oh Gabe like we're talking about it they're sitting at dinner and well you know what okay let's just play this even clip. better it's okay f- full disclosure it's a kind of a long clip it spans quite a few minutes but I, it's worth it. You know, it's great to finally meet you, Mary. Ben talks about you all the time. It's Mary this and Mary that, and Mary has the most beautiful. Ben talks about me all the time? Well, maybe she's, he talks about you all the time. Talking about me all the time must make Ben's girlfriend very uncomfortable. Ben doesn't have a girlfriend. Quit looking at me. You don't have a girlfriend. So I lied about having a girlfriend. I only did it because I didn't want you to think that you and I had a chance, because we don't. Whatever chance we had, you blew when I was in Glen Oak. I know you still care about me. The way you looked at me in my parents' living room, the way you held my hand, you care. You still care. You're just too stubborn to admit it. You're just scared. You're afraid that I could hurt you. And I could, and you could hurt me. But maybe this time we both get it right and nobody gets hurt. Maybe we'll both end up in the kind of relationship that we want. The kind of relationship we deserve. Well, as much as I like you, I'm not going to wait around while you decide if you have the guts to start over with a new girlfriend. Bye, Ben. Have a nice life. You're right. I'm scared. I've only ever had one serious relationship in my life, and it took me so long to get over her. I just didn't... Please. I'm sorry. Don't go. I'm being a jerk, and I want you to stay. And then they make out for, like, five and a half hours. Yeah. But... (laughs) Wait. (laughs) you're right you're right Uh. i mean okay we need to unpack this because i need to know what mary's plan was 
Mm-hmm. Like, what was she going to do? She was going to show up at Ben's apartment and say what she said? Or how was that all going to go down? Because she's lucky this is how it went down. Yeah. Because it afforded her the opportunity to come at it from a position of like, oh, I didn't know this was going to happen. Yeah. If she had come to Buffalo, showed up at his door and been like, let's let's give this a shot. All he would have had to do is slam the door in her face. And I know. then she'd never see him again. Yeah. You know what I mean? She got lucky. She totally got lucky because this this worked out the way that she wanted it to. Any other way would not have worked out the way she wanted it to. Oh, this show. And because also because she leaves and then she goes outside to get a cab and Kevin has to be the one to be like, dude, go after her. What are you doing? Yeah. And then he like catches up to her out on the sidewalk. And that's when he says what he says. Like she I mean, she's so fucking lucky. <laughs> like, I yeah. can't even get over it. It's like for her to be able to like be in that position to say things like you care. I know you do. Mm-hmm. Like, let's let's give this a shot, shot to have the relationship we both want, deserve, blah, 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 whatever the fuck she says. Like, I don't think it could have gone that way had she shown up at his door. It's true. It's true. I don't think so. And then meanwhile, fucking Lucy and Kevin are making out at the table. <laughs> yeah, at the table, at the door. I will say this. They have very little chemistry. I don't know. I don't know how you felt about it, but like yeah. watching them kiss was like a little awkward. Mm-hmm. And then especially later, like outside the door, when like when they're standing together, like they were like not into each other. Like they they, they were standing three feet apart and kissing. Like it was a like, little weird. They're really good at faking it because like every time they both stop kissing, they have like this happy look on their oh, yeah. face. The flirty like, face is like spot they on. They both have it where I'm like, do they have chemistry? And then and then but then when they're like physically together it doesn't quite yeah. look right yeah but i have a i have a sneaky feeling that like over the course of the next several five get- and a half seasons or whatever like i'm sure things sort of work themselves out it's like, like- Monet. from far away it looks great up close it's a big old mess <laughs> <laughs> okay share <laughs> um so yeah but yeah so <laughs> so that happens and then cut to they're in um Mary's apartment I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Mary and Ben are in Mary's apartment and they're like they're like sitting on the couch next to each other or whatever and they're talking about how like you know they're going to give this a real shot, you know whatever and he says like let's take this slow. Or no, I don't, what something something, something in along uh, along the lines of slow, and then they decide medium. Well, right, because she like sidles up next to him and like puts her arm around him, kind of mm-hmm. thing, and she's like, she's like, I want to do whatever you want to do or whatever, and then they like kiss a little bit, and then he's like, okay, maybe a little faster than mm-hmm. slow, <laughs> you know, <laughs> medium, <laughs> which is cute, and then and then they're like making out, and then Mary realizes that like Lucy's not home yet, like yeah, <laughs> it's been a while so there and then ben's like do you want me to like wait for her to come home like you know and she's like no i'm sure she's fine and like i'm sure your brother's trustworthy (laughs) whatever yeah i would hope so right and so ben's like all right well then i should get going so he so they get up they open the door and like lucy and kevin are like standing right outside like making out (laughs) and even after the um a couple of them yeah and then ben has to be like kevin (laughs) (laughs) what Yeah, because that's what happens <coughs> when you're making out. You're just so lost. Yeah, in the kiss, as as we've learned. Yes, <laughs> as we've learned many times on yeah. this show. Nothing so, will stop you. No. 
So then, yeah. And then, okay. So then Kevin and Ben leave. And the next day, Lucy is like packing and she's like, come on, we got to get a move on. Like, we're going to be late for our flight. And Mary drops the bomb Mm -hmm. on Lucy that she's not leaving. (laughs) She's staying. And she's decided to be a flight attendant with JetBlue. And Lucy's like, what? That's crazy. Actually, I'll just play the clip. (laughs) I'm going to be a flight attendant for JetBlue Airlines. I start my training tomorrow. That's your plan? A flight attendant? But school. I'm going to finish school. Once I finish my training, I can fly out to Glen Oak anytime I want, and I can still do classes with you. Are you serious? Yeah. I want to do this. I thought about it a lot, and it just feels right. (sighs) Don't get me wrong. I'm scared to start something new again. But I think this time it's all going to work out. Yes, it does. Spoiler alert. It definitely does (laughs) because her days are numbered (laughs) and she has no choice but for this to work out. Got to make it happen. And with Ben. Yeah. And so basically what we find out or what we learn is like, so like Buffalo, that that apartment is going to be her home base. Mm -hmm. So like, so, you know, when she's not on duty or whatever, like home is Buffalo. Yeah. But because she's a flight attendant, she really can be anywhere, anytime kind of thing. And that's what she's talking about in terms of school and classes and stuff. Like she can still be enrolled in school and just like take classes when she can or whatever, I guess. I guess. I mean, from my understanding of flight attendant life, it, there's not a lot of downtime. Exactly. It's like pretty go, go, go. Like, so if you want to make money, you don't, like, not fly, you yeah, know? Yeah, exactly. So I don't so, understand where this is coming from, where she's neither. making it sound like, you know, But I also just think it's the show, like, throwing a bone to, like... She has a plan, but that doesn't that 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 doesn't exclude getting a degree. Like, yeah. you know, that kind of a thing. But, like, in reality, who gives a fuck, you know? Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that, to be honest. Like, I mean, whatever. Not that being a flight attendant isn't worth it or is like a shitty job or whatever, but like, I mean, how, how do you like go from wanting to be a firefighter to going like, I've given this a lot of thought and flight attendant is the life for me. (laughs) Like, like, how do you make that leap? I don't know. And what, and what life experiences have you had lately that, that, that have made you want to do that and go like, this is the right idea for me. Like all the frequent flying that she's been doing from Buffalo to Glen Oak, you know, (laughs) (laughs) seriously. Um, so yeah. So then Lucy's like, what about mom and dad? (laughs) And that's where Mary's like, I need you to do me a favor. Yeah. <laughs> so it's Lucy- just funny. Lucy goes in there with a smile on her face. She's not coming home. <laughs> it's the greatest. She shows up in Glen Oak. Mary, I mean, Annie and Eric are like, where's Mary about that? Um, yeah, she's not coming. <laughs> no. And I met a guy and he's great and he's really hot. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. She met her Brad Pitt. So it's all good. And oh, and she said that, He's going to come out to visit to Glen Oak soon. Yeah. So that'll be fun. 
on his vacation days or whatever. Or whatever yeah. Because he's a cop, but he's working at the airport. That's mm-hmm. his job, right? He's not like a TSA agent. Sergeant Michaels is going to get him a job. Oh, my God. That's exactly what's going to happen. Because uh, Eric knows people. And he's not Sergeant anymore. He's Detective Michaels <laughs> yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, get yeah. it right, T. <laughs> Sorry. It's been only two episodes I saw him as Detective, okay? Just one, really. Oh, I thought it was two. The one with Robbie's or with Joy's brother. Maybe another one after that. Oh, yeah. when he with 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 the chase, yeah, in the chase. There you go, C C C C C C. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's, it's really sad when it's that predictable. I can map out the show already. No, but that's genius. Like, of course, that's what's going to happen. Sorry, He's going to come be. out. It's going to be great. They're going to decide to go for it for real. He's going to want to move out to Glen Oak because she's not going to move out back east. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he'll get a job at the Glen Oak police station. That's totally what's going to happen. Okay. Oh, show. <laughs> Um. Oh, I did. You notice when he and Ben are walking away from the apartment? Um. You know, Kevin says something like, "She's a great girl" or whatever. Did you know she wanted to be a minister? Did you catch that? He's talking about Lucy. He said she wanted, or did? I, that's what he said. She wanted to be a minister. Or I thought. I thought he said she wants. Mm-mm. Nope. I had to I had to like pay attention closely, but he says wanted, which only begs the question, like, what the fuck's going to happen to Lucy in the future? But I know I know we both know what happens. To I'm Lucy, like, but, but clearly it, there's a journey there. Right. So that'll be interesting. I thought I thought it was more of like a straight A to B journey. Clearly, it's not as straight. OK, up, you know. All right. Interesting. Um, any other stray observations? I feel like we did it. I think there's so. really not much. To this no, episode. there really wasn't because there's not too many side stories. Yeah. It's like basically two. Yeah, it's Matt and Sarah and all the periphery around them, and then and Mary and, Mary Lucy. and Lucy with the King Kirks. Yeah. All right, let's rate it. I'll go first. Okay. Two thumbs down. <laughs> all right. Okay. Cool. As much as seeing Kevin was like a boost. This episode is like useless and dumb and stupid. I know. And, and I didn't really like Sarah too hard in this one. Like she kind of like pissed me off a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. just all of it was like a little weird. Like it's just, you know what my issue with the whole Sarah and Ruthie thing is? That Ruthie is again voice of reason. And twice. Yeah. Like that, that Sarah had to learn that lesson twice from her. Yeah. Instead of just like the one hard hitting like truth bomb mm-hmm. dropping of and, like listen li- Missy you know yeah and you gave me annoying. like a a kind of fun flirty episode with Matt and Sarah when they had first met oh my god you get what I'm saying like it their chemistry was so mm-hmm. great just give me a little bit more like fun flirting between. Lucy and Kevin like that lacked 100% oh interesting you know what I mean I feel I feel like those days are still yet to come I hope so I feel like like because this was nice because they met and they obviously hit it off and something's happening here but I feel like down the line once they're like like fully in this relationship like we're gonna get some juiciness out of the two of them and and like i'm sorry when it comes to ben like i'm i'm not sold like why do you like him i'm not sold on ben either but here's the thing though is like we're never gonna see them again once once mary's gone i think i think ben sails off into the sunset with her and we never see them again really okay 
Okay. Yeah. Which is hilarious because, like, if you think about it, like, from the meta perspective, I'm Jeff Stoltz. I got this recurring role on the show. And then, and then they wanted to introduce a guy for Lucy. So they hired my brother. And then he ended up staying on the show as a main cast member. And I got booted because Mary left. Yeah. You know? (laughs) This is true. Like, it, like, gotta, it's gotta suck for Jeff, you know? I know. Like, he's out of a job because Jessica Biel decided to leave. Damn it. Why couldn't you stick around? <laughs> I could have had a job. No, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of which, did you know that Jeff Stoltz did a movie? Not a movie. So there was a show. I can't remember the name of the show. But then they wanted to do a spinoff of it. So they did a backdoor pilot in that show that I can't remember where it was all about Jeff Stoltz and his character called the finder mm. where he's like really good at finding things. Okay. He's like, he's like a detective or whatever, but like, you know, like on the DL or I don't really know. Okay. Exactly. So they did this backdoor pilot where it was all about him and then, and then they spun it off. And it was the show called The Finder, literally starring Jeff Stoltz. And it was like he was this guy who was like kind of aloof. He'd wear like Hawaiian shirts. He maybe lived like lived on a houseboat or something. And then people would be like, we need help finding this thing. And then he'd find it like, like it's the stupidest show ever. Sounds <laughs> it's so dumb. How? Like the laziest title, The Finder. Like, Really? what network it's not even a pun like yeah. maybe fox i think or may- yeah i think it was fox so weird i can't remember what the sp- what it was a spin-off of though i think it was a show that i liked which was obviously in that same in the similar vein you know isn't he on something now like i think he, he is doing actually he might yeah i actually i know he is but i can't think of what it is and then on the flip side jeff has i mean george has done nothing since. yeah I mean, maybe he has, but nothing I know. He was the guy that I kind of kicked out of my, my, my party. You kicked out George Saltz from a party you well, had? Well, I... What? Was, Hold on, what now? For, I was at Lucky Strike, and it was my 21st, and he was sitting at the booth that I rented, and we had to kick his ass out. What? <laughs> George or Jeff? Uh, Both. No. <laughs> the one that plays Kevin, the one that looks Shit. like Brad Pitt. That's yeah, George. Okay. Holy shit. Because like I recognized who he was. I was like, oh, it's that guy. And then I was like, uh, yeah, I'm not going to say anything. Holy shit, T. Yeah, well, How have you waited this long to tell that story? <laughs> my one time moment of me meeting someone from Seventh Heaven and I kicked them out of my booth. <laughs> have I told the story about how I came this close to meeting Beverly Mitchell last year? Yeah. No, wait, did you? Did I don't you know if I, t- if I said it on air. So I volunteer at this event every year um, for this organization called Step Up. It's like this women's organization. And every year they do this big gala where they honor because um, it's for like um, high school girls. Mm hmm. And with like mentors and stuff. So every year they honor um, that year's graduating seniors yeah. with like a little ceremony. And there's all these like stars because it's like a fundraiser or whatever. Yeah. And so last year I was working the event and I was backstage and I was like working like, you know, like like star control back there, like mm-hmm. making sure that all the mics are working properly and all that shit. And, um, and then I found out 
that while I was doing that, Beverly Mitchell and Lacey Chabert and Jody Sweeten and Christine Lakin were all like there. And to add insult to injury, so I missed them on the red carpet, like, or because I could have worked the desk where they check in and then I would have met them, but I didn't do that. So to add insult to injury, I'm backstage and I'm like, and I'm like standing like at the edge of the stage because I, I wanted to watch what was happening on the stage. And I'm there. And then if I had just turned around in that moment, they were sitting at the table right fucking there. No. And I didn't know this until until all the, everything was done. And I was like, because I had to stay after the event to like help, you know, bring everything down. And as as people are like filing out and I'm like lugging fucking boxes and shit, <laughs> there they are standing there like like saying bye to people and I'm like I'm holding like three boxes yeah. so I couldn't just be like Beverly Mitchell I do a podcast about you yeah <laughs> like, you like, drop all the boxes yeah. lose a lot of money like, <laughs> it was like fucking like like such a misconnection like god damn it like so I vowed next year if I don't do backstage which. I feel like I might not. I'm definitely going to work the red carpet so I can meet all these people <laughs> and like say hi to them. Shit. So yeah. No. Yeah. But that but also quick PSA for Step Up. It's a wonderful wonderful organization. They do amazing things for girls in underserved communities. Um I highly recommend that you look them up, support them in any way you can. They're always looking for female mentors to mentor these girls or just volunteer with their organization for whatever events they've got going on. I can't um say enough about them. They're great. So, yes, that's my PSA for Step Up. Very nice. <laughs> um, we rated the episode, right? Uh, yeah, you said two thumbs down. I say two thumbs down. Two thumbs way down. Way down. <laughs> and yeah. All right. Well, with that, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And also, if you like what you hear, tell a friend. Couldn't hurt. And remember, if you leave a review, we will read it. I'll read them. <laughs> yeah, we'll make T read them. <laughs> Put big words in there, okay? <laughs> Full of jargon. <laughs> um, you can follow us at For Heaven's Sake Pod on all the places or send us an email at For Heaven's Sake Show at gmail.com. We are getting ready to do a recap very soon. Recap! <laughs> so send in your questions, comments, thoughts. We will read them. We love to hear from you guys. Also, uh, we've launched a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash for heaven's sake pod. All the details about what we're doing are on there. Um, we love and thank you guys for supporting us for as long as you have and hope that you will continue to do so. And until next time, bye. Mazel tov.